I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What is up, everybody? It's Friday. That means you made it through another week. It means we're here for the weekend. The cast and crew right here on your after show is ready to get your minds right for the weekend. It also means we're one week closer to finding Christy's baby daddy. My name is Mike Feeling. Of course, we are here for the Labor of Love after show. I'm joined by my amazing panel. First up, what is up, Lisa? Hey, hey, everyone. Oh, my God, I loved this episode. I can't wait to talk about it. And, of course, continuing on his own journey of love, Nate. Yeah. Yes, I'm not going to be her baby daddy, but I'm still looking to be a baby daddy too, okay? So I'm so excited for this episode. We're not giving up that you might not make a surprise appearance later in the season. (laughs) This is another good episode. This show, I think, is just really delivering. I think it's doing great. I'm loving it so far, and that says a lot because I watch a lot of these relationship shows. I'm digging it. Uh, I know the rest of our panel is digging it. You guys know how we do it. We're going to run through the entire episode here, give our thoughts. Nate's got some news. Lisa's got a quiz game. For us, something to mess with Nate and I. We'll see what's up in our special segment. <laughs> Overall, first, though, Lisa, what did you think of uh, episode two here? We're camping. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I loved it. I liked this episode more than the first episode. I was laughing out loud the entire episode. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I loved the bear challenge. That was genius. You can really tell a lot about a guy, you know, depending on how he responds to something like that. So I loved it. It was hilarious. I don't want to know what my response would have been to that, Nate. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I, I really liked the creativity. It was one of those shows where I was expecting to see like the typical dating show, but then it was like right. the twist. Oh, the bear. Oh, the bear was actually a true setup. Like we were there. You know, it was actually very interesting. So I was excited to see how these guys were going to react to the bear. Because listen, I would be ready. I don't care what they tell me about. How, no, I'm gone. Okay. So I love that twist, and then I love also how. She um, had her own personal dates where she was actually able to, you know, be with them in normal, I guess, natural settings that we probably would be. Uh, Basketball game, things like that. So I love the episode. I'm feeling it all. Yeah, good. Let's get into it. So we start out with the guys (laughs) talking about what they think the next challenge is going to be. And Budge, once again, we get to hear he's traditional and conservative, all that junk. I'm going to get into Budge later. Let's just leave it for now. And, of course, then we get the fake out that they're supposed to dress their best and this luxury car is going to pick them up. We know they're about to go camping, and they find out really soon. We go to George Washington Carver State Park, where Kristen and Christy are doing a little girl chat. All the guys come. We find out they're going to have the fake bear incident. We find out that she's going to get some kind of one-on-ones with all the guys that night. First up, did anybody find Kyle's parents a little scary? Just me. Remind me Remind me what they said again. They were just like, yes, he will find some or something like that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like like fun. Lighten it up a little bit. I don't know. It just smacked me and I I made a note of it. I don't know. Maybe just me. I'm weird. So all the guys show up. They all were weird though, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. They they all were weird to me. I felt like, um, not him, Budge. Budge's little parents too. And how they were explaining like the way that they named him Budge. They all were weird. Oh, yeah. I got, we're going to talk about, I mean, (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about Budge. <laughs> let's, let's at least get them going. So all the dudes show up. We get this fake safety talk about bears. Uh, first off, with this situation, what I wanted to shout out was this was a really cool behind-the-scenes moment. Lisa, did you see how many cameras are capturing their every moment? Yes. Yep. There's nowhere to hide. <laughs> there had there. to be 15-plus yeah. cameras mm-hmm. there. So this gives everybody a little bit of an insight into reality shows and how they're filmed and how there's just people all 
over the place when it comes to crew watching these people. So you really can't get away with anything. Right. We get yet again, and I guess we'll talk about him now. Budge is like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave. Camping is not how I roll. And I was like, dude, could you be any less fun? Like, Nate, could this guy be any less fun? Bro, I, I just like, this one of those things, like, stop voicing it. You put yourself right. in a situation. Like, you're on reality TV. You have to expect to do unorthodox things. Like, whatever your normal daily schedule is, you have to get outside of the bus. Or, I like what, what, what Chrissy said later on. She said something about compromise later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I'm personally big on. Like, there's some areas in my life that I'm not willing to compromise right now. It's just not gonna happen. But I know that if I want to get in a situation with a woman, I need to compromise those things. So, bud, I don't want to be camping either. I don't want to get very. I get you, bro. Like, I'm the same person. But in these situations, I keep it in your head. Get your hands dirty. Act like you care. Happy wife. Happy life. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We see what happens. Yeah, roll with yeah. the punches just a yes. little bit. When his parents came on, and they and this look, I'm not trying to really make fun of anybody, whatever. But letting like if the sister made Budge out of Big Brother, Lisa, I feel like this is not where we should be taking the baby name uh, right. from. Exactly. <laughs> and you guys, um, he came across so arrogant because he referred to himself in the third person. He's like, like this isn't how Budge rolls. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> you know, like Nate, you're absolutely right. He needs to compromise and not be so arrogant and refer to himself in the third person. But that's just yeah. a personal pet peeve of mine too. It's like, come on. Yeah. Come I on, refer to myself in the third person all yeah. the time because I think it's personally funny. I don't think Budge is taking it that way. Okay. Budge is serious. I do sometimes, but don't think I'm a dude. Right. Bud is serious. And as Chrissy makes the pun later, I didn't even have to do it for her. She did it herself. He didn't seem like he wanted to budge. Everything about this poor guy, I bet we were talking before the show. Did they know when they came on? Would it be this baby daddy thing? And And we all said yes. Maybe Budge like almost didn't realize the rest of what's going on. It almost seems like he signed up to go on an interview to possibly go on a date with a girl. And then all of a sudden he's doing sperm collection and dancing, camping in the woods. And he, this guy is beyond out of his element. Whatever. Poor dude. Spoilers. We know he goes home. So we, whatever. We get into the one-on-ones here and only five or six of them really get called out. So let me run through them real quick. Cause they're significant, right? Mario. What did we think Lisa about Mario? He comes out saying, I want two boys did they make more out of this than it needed to be? I thought so. You know, it's so hard to know how they edit it. That's a good point you bring up. Cause I was wondering that too. If, if he just said that once and they didn't really have a chance to talk about, you know, how she just wants a healthy baby. And right. um, I don't know. I don't know how much they discussed it. I, I did feel like they made a lot of it. Now, if they had that whole conversation and he was still adamant about it, then I get it, but it's hard to right. know it's, how much it, they really discussed it. Cause it's not like, he said that and she said, well, I just want, you know, a healthy baby. Right. He didn't say like, you're an idiot. Of course we have right. that. It's like, <laughs> right. I, I feel like a lot of people, Nate chime in. I feel like a lot of people when they're getting ready to have kids, 
they secretly want one or the other, right? Yeah, I, I feel like like when you're dating, it's just fun thing to talk about. What kids do you want? Right. I want boys. I want girls. Why? Why? Like that's something fun. But whatever you get, we're gonna love the child for whatever you have. I think that. The way he did it, though, because he asked her, how many kids do you want? And it, it seemed like he cut her off before she mm-hmm. answered. And he was like, I want two boys. Yeah. So I think that may have, like, that assertion, like, was like, well, do you not care what I want? Right. I can get that. But I, I don't like, like, I understood her frustration and her concern, but I don't let him go yet. Like, bring him back. Yeah. Let him, give him more chance. I like Mario. So. No, I, I agree with you the cutting her off, which I just said to you, sorry, <laughs> the, the cutting her off seemed, uh, seemed more problematic. And then they went in on this, well, he, he wants two boys and like, that's it. And I come from a family of three girls. I mean, does that mean you want girls? I don't know. And then right. she just wants something healthy. I was like, yeah, hundred percent. I bet if you asked him, do you want a healthy baby or two boys? He's going to pick health. I, I don't know. I just thought right. they over blew it for this poor guy, but it was way overshadowed by your boy, Angelo coming in. Who now? Fans who watch me, who watch us, The Bachelor, along with me, you guys know we've talked about this all the time. This never works. It was rewarded on this show. She let him get away with it. But longtime reality people know this guy is doing what's known as white knighting. It never works. Talking junk about the other guys, or if you're on The Bachelor, a girl talking junk about the other girls and how bad they are or whatever. It never works because you're not getting to know the person. You're not having them know about you. You're spending your energy on somebody else. So Angelo immediately comes in and he's talking about, you know, how Alan didn't get her name right, which I know we talked about it last show. I think is also overblown, by the way. Alan, Mm -hmm. and then, of course, Budge wanting to go home. He overdid it a little bit. Either way, uh, when you saw this, Lisa, what what were you thinking? Well, to be honest with you, um, it didn't bother me that much. Like, I would Mm kind of like the insight. The, the mistaking her name, it happens. In fact, I'm sorry, Brie. I called our producer, Christy, because I had Christy That's on the right. for this That's show. That's right. Lisa's yeah. off the show. Lisa's yeah. off the show. <laughs> sorry, Brie. Yeah, I called our producer by her name. And you've <laughs> known Brie for a while. This exactly, is like day yeah. one of mm-hmm. being on the show. Yes. Okay. So it happens, you know. Um, so that in and of itself, it, it happens. But I would want to know if Budge seems like he doesn't want to be there. That is information I would want to know. So um, I would appreciate it. Now, if he was just trash talking every guy for no reason, that's different. But right. if some guy seems really bored and annoyed, which I think Buzz, um, but, but Budge, Budge yeah. seems the entire He's not hiding Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nate, uh, what'd you think? What did you think? I wrote in my notes, like the first thing I wrote in my notes, whoa, he came in hot and just snitching yeah. on everybody before she, before she even said it. So I just, like, and this, my thoughts are like, bro, you go get to know her. She doesn't care about what you think about these other guys. You're supposed to think negatively about them, but you focus on her. Literally, you lost right there. You lost everything right in there. I think yep. it's over for that situation. Done. Nothing more to say. It's tough. It, Matt comes in. She talks to him about the kind of snitching or whatever. And then they have a general getting to know you combo. And Matt, former professional wrestler, Matt is the first time we get the bear scare tactic going on here. And he did exactly what you're supposed to do as per the fake demonstration before he got up and, uh, and then we just had a montage of all these guys basically having right reactions or wrong reactions. Alan, they, they curl up and then Alan gets caressed by the bear. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was. Uh, he also explained away the name thing, which I thought was a perfectly fine explanation. If she harps on this any more than this episode, I'm going to be really mm-hmm. disappointed. Um, let me see. Nate, what did you think 
first of all, what I thought when I saw this bear stuff happen, my gut, who knows if I'm actually there, my gut was to pick up one of the bricks from the fire and throw it. And I said, I would have hurt this stuntman. Oh gosh. That was what I saw. Oh, bricks throw. I don't know. Did you think, was this obviously a fake bear to these guys? Are they playing along? And is it a good test for fatherhood? This bear in the woods thing? I think it was a great test. And I think it was a great test because of later on when she opens up about what she went through um, with the terrorist attack. So yeah. when that personal feeling in something like that, something that she, no one probably can understand where she's feeling in that moment, how can you protect me? She probably thinks about it all the time. Right. And so for me, like as a man, we're supposed to protect and provide. That's what we're supposed to do. So in a we think we're protected because we go buy big guns and we lock up our houses. But no, like in a dire situation, how are you going to protect me? That was a great way to do that. And again, it was a fake bear, but it's like, are you going to pay attention to listen to the tactics? Or are you going to panic and just run away? Like I would have did, I would have panicked, I would have ran away. But I thought it had to be somewhat fake, but the guys' reactions, if it was, they acted great because it seemed like they really were scared, but they were like, whoa, like I really, <laughs> don't run, I'm going to die. Like, they did a great job of the way that they handled it. And Matt, I love Matt. At first I wasn't a fan of him, but yeah, the way he, like, I was like really engaged, like, bro, he really cares about the girl. Like I truly saw it through that. So if they were acting, it was great acting, but I like yeah, that. I like that game. My initial gut was if anybody watches reality TV, this feels like a complete setup. We just yeah. happen to have a safety talk. I said, there is no way this Fox production is letting any animals anywhere near these people. I mean, there are probably dudes strapped up surrounding the perimeter. Whatever. I, I'm about it. Lisa, and, and I'm glad Nate mentioned that because her story of France made it come kind of full circle. It's unfortunate mm-hmm. that only one guy got to hear it because it made the rest of the journey kind of this episode make sense. What did you think about the, the bear tactics here? I, I loved it because any guy can be on his best behavior. You know, if you're going out on these like romantic dates, this over the top stuff. Um, right. But this, like when you think you're in a life and death or dangerous situation, someone's initial instincts is really telling as yeah. to their character. And so she's looking for a protective father figure. Um, it's interesting to see how they reacted. And most of the guys reacted very protective, did everything they were supposed to do except for Trent. And Trent. he made that joke. I don't know if you guys heard the joke he made, but like, I oh, I don't have that. to you know, outrun the bear. I just have to outrun Christy. And then he made another kind of crude joke after <laughs> that. And even if he's joking, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, That's not going to win any brownie points with her. I, I don't know. I just it's not. not like I mean, that. <laughs> that's a classic joke. That's also a good uh, tactics for zombie apocalypse as well. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a classic joke. And I was like, it makes sense from Trent. And obviously... He didn't say it to any of the guys, and he didn't say it to her. So yeah. we don't have to worry about any snitching. Exactly. That, that's one of those things that bugging. I feel like, because it, it, it is clearly a joke. It's one of those things like, we're in a competition, though, guys. Like, bud, shut up. Like, it's okay <laughs> that you feel that way. But stop <laughs> telling, like, you're right. competitors. Right. Take you know, a note so. from Trent and just do it in one-on-one, or just do it <laughs> right. in professionals or whatever. But Trent no. didn't protect her either, though. He didn't jump up and protect her. Oh, he was yeah, just no. like, oh, he my gosh, yeah, there's yeah, a bear. He, he just sat there. You Neither know? did Gary. A bunch of them kind yeah. of failed near the end there. So yeah. who knows? She made her decisions. The guys get around. They, they talk. It looks like they're in the, the glamping kind of tent area or at least craft services because there were some hot dog buns there. They talk about <laughs> the snitch. And they don't really get anywhere. Everybody goes home. Michael, why are they staying at the camp? I mean, is this a thing or not? I don't know why they didn't make them sleep there. I thought they should have slept there. Um, 
And of course, we find out that Matt and Alan, in Chrissy's mind, did the best with the bear challenge. And mm -hmm. uh, that's going to lead on to later. We know next up is coming two dates. Mario gets very jealous because Marcus and Matt get the dates. Lisa, what did you think about her choice in these guys? Um, I think they were really good choices. Um, she definitely, she had said from day one that she had a crush on Marcus. So I saw mm -hmm. that coming and Matt, um, what a good guy. This really, I don't know. He, he definitely showed himself, uh, well during this. I thought they were really good choices. Matt's growing on everybody. Uh -huh. I think Matt's yeah. growing on everybody, including Chrissy. I don't think she expected <clears throat> mm -hmm. that to start out, but first Nate, we got to talk to Budge here. We get a, a quick chat on the stairs about if he really wants to be there or not. He feeds her a bunch of stuff that seems to sate her uh, thirst for knowledge. What did you think about their little one-on-one -on -one here? I, I don't like it. I said, this guy, come on. He's not winning any points here. Loosen up. Yeah, I don't like, I didn't like his response. I think he said everything perfectly right and perfectly at that time. But at the end of the day, like you said earlier, I felt like he came for an interview. He didn't come for everything. So he really does want a family and a child, but he made the comment of him saying like, well, you can have a child and your life doesn't really have to change. You can be in order. But like, I understand that, but that's more so of, I see the billionaire who doesn't really take care of his child, who just gives mm. him a lot of money and everything's in order. Like, that's what I see when I hear a comment like that. I don't okay. see the loving father who wants to be on the ground and be at the park and, and do those things. So... He wants to, he's probably a great guy, probably really will love his child. I'm not saying he won't, but that's what I see when I hear that comment. Well, yeah. well we had a toy room and in the toy room, you make all the messes and everywhere else you don't like. Uh, don't get in trouble if Budge is your dad. I don't like, <laughs> I agree. That I, I think the guy is a hundred percent sincere. I think what you see is a thousand percent what you get. That's just it. So for better or worse, I just don't see him as a match for Christy at all. Yeah. Right. There's somebody there for him. Because I think he's a good, sincere, successful guy. But it's what you see is what you get. And I just don't think he's a lot of fun. And she seems like a lot, of, like a really fun person. And I don't think he's kind of, you know, willing to do that stuff. Either way, he goes back in. They have a little conversation about the, about the snitch yet again. Okay. We get Matt's date. I don't know, guys. These dates are a little mismatched, I think. Matt, they just kind of go out back and have a little picnic, or they're in they're in a room in her house, right? And they and they have little food and things like that. And they talk about France. So that's actually something very, very deep, right? It's a big conversation. But then the flip side, Matt's or sorry, Marcus's date, they go to a Hawks game where they have like a weird dancing in the VIP room and are just kind of having fun. And while that date to me seems more epic, it's not as deep as Matt's date got. Lisa, what'd you think about, about these two dates and who kind of comes out on top? Uh, Matt definitely stood out on top. And I'm wondering if the reason she had the deeper date with Matt is because he is a wrestler and she wanted to know if he had that deep side to him, which he clearly does. Mm -hmm. um, like even Mario, like some of the guys were kind of, you know, teasing Matt a little bit, like, oh, you know, math or making some, like, like that he's not that sharp. And, and he yeah, actually is and sharp and really, and he's sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. He's short. Yeah. He, they were making fun of his height too. He's and sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I think that date showed that there's a lot more to him than especially the guys were giving him credit for. Yeah. Nate. Which date? You, you guys, okay, you women are going to stop shaming these short men out here, okay? Yeah. You guys are going to stop this today. I, at first, when I first, I don't know what happened with Matt early on in the episode, but I wrote in mine, 
my com my comments, my notes. I like this guy, but I feel like he's a little immature for her, right? Just the vibe he kind of comes off, the wrestler, what whatnot. Okay. But again, like you're saying, Lisa, he completely grew on me. Like during this date, you can see the again, he was the one guy who was there who was just like he had that childlike personality where I'm here, I want to get to know this girl. Like there was no exterior, he was pure. Like he seems so pure who he is. Um, you can tell that he really cares about her. He's not here for the the um, clout or he just seemed really, really pure. So he's completely grown on me. That is my choice right now if I had to choose. Oh. That's the one for Christy. So um, I like their connection. You can tell that they both were very connected to each other. Like it was just there. Like, I don't know. It was love and I was happy for him. Uh, job, Nate right? has put a stake in the ground. It's Matt. He's Matt all the way. So you get done with the two dates and now... <laughs> I believe it's the next morning because Angelo decides it's time to sit down everybody and confess to being the snitch. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess he came out okay. At the end of the day, he doesn't care what any of these guys think of him. Um, He really just cares about Christy. So maybe he's a little bit up in the air and maybe Lisa, he did this to preempt the elimination so that he could say, hey, you know, I, I was just here for you, but I, I took all the guys aside and I admitted it was me. I, I just want to be on the up and up. What'd you think of this, of this kind of sit down? Um, honestly, and I, I don't know, just from what it looked like, it seemed like it really got to him. Like it was really eating away at him and he is living in a house full of guys and doesn't want any animosity or for it to be awkward. Right. So I think it was really eating at his conscience and, and no one knew who it was. So everyone was suspicious of each other. So I think he just wanted to clear the air and, and get it out in the open to make yeah. it less awkward for him you know yeah I, he doesn't come i mean he's a firefighter he seems yeah. like a pretty stand-up guy yeah. Nate, what'd you think i you don't trust him you you kind of gave me a i didn't think of it like that i didn't think about him like thinking he was gonna get it's eliminated. game moves that everything's a game moving about about that. Yeah. you changed my whole thought process about there what were you, were you thinking like, before I was thinking like Lisa, well, he was just like, okay, they, like, he had that feeling that they know it's me because yeah. everyone was, you know, like in those situations and you know, it's 10 people around you, you're the one who just farted and everyone's like, who is it? And you're the, <laughs> like, you know that you're just, he knew it was him. So I was thinking that, but now that makes a lot of sense. Like maybe he really was trying to get to a situation where let me try to set all this up so I can get out of here and just, you know, set my pieces up. So it's interesting. I didn't think of it yeah. like that. Well, I mean, it worked, right? Because we get the elimination thing. They separate in houses. I still think it's creepy that the guys are spying on her while she's doing this. Also kind of creepy that the guys are spying on the kisses that she gets after the dates. Yes. I'm like, uh, this is a little strange and awkward. Whatever. We see it on Bachelor. They see each other kissing and stuff all the time. Whatever. So, uh, Wait, Mike, to the and- kiss? Oh, What's sorry. That? Started to the kiss. Can I just say, I was yeah. so glad that Marcus kissed her at the end of the date because when they were on their date and the kiss cam came up and he didn't kiss her, I was like, "What are you doing? How like, do you not do the kiss little... cam?" I know. You're so when he kissed her at the end of the date, man, yeah, just a little cam. kiss. Oh, kiss cam. It's kiss yeah. cam. Yeah. You got to kiss the kiss cam in the VIP yes. section. Those boots are awesome. <laughs> um, we get the the screen thing. We talked about this last episode I, again. I don't like how they did this with the we need to talk because it doesn't seem like they actually need to talk. It seems it should be renamed Chrissy needs to say things at you because I think her Mm decision is already made up anyway. So I think the show could be more dynamic if it actually had an impact and she was actually trying to get at something rather than going in with 
I think her mind already made up. Either way, we got Mario, Budge, Matt, and Angelo. We know Budge is gone. Budge didn't really have a chance. Um, this is where she made the Budge pun right there, and he wasn't going to compromise. Mario gets eliminated. Nate, for the Suns thing. I'm so hurt because I want three children, but it's happy wife, happy life for me. So if I tell you I want three children and then you don't call me back and we can't go on a date next week because I said I want three children, I'm going to feel bothered. So I'm very hurt for Mario. Mario, I feel for you, bro. She's tripping. She's tripping. This, the I'm way she's dealt with this so far in the past, all two episodes, right, is at least you would think she could say, hey, when we talked about this, this concerned me a little bit because are you dead set on boys? Because I'm, I, Lisa, I'm sure he would have been like, no, I just, <laughs> my preference. And he like, looks shocked though. He looks so yeah. shocked. Yeah. He's like, Were you oh, surprised okay. well, by this elimination, Lisa? Well, well, a couple things. First of all, I'm wondering if she didn't sense something more than just that. Because like okay. I said, what, he, he was putting the guys in the house down, taking jabs. You're short. Oh, you know math. So he seemed kind of like a negative guy to begin with. So maybe yeah. there's things that we didn't see that she just sensed. And, you know, like, she, I don't know. Maybe she just, maybe it was just there was no chemistry. That he was just too negative in general for her. And it sure. was more than that. And another thing, I think she made the right choice when he was eliminated. And they showed his reaction because he was like, peace, see ya. Like, get moving on with my life. And. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mike, like with The Bachelor and things like that, people are usually, even on the first day, sometimes people are a little heartbroken and crying and upset. And maybe it's the age, but some of these guys are just like, all right, whatever. Right. See you later, you know? This is, so this is a strange one for just from my experience. Bachelor, like we said, tends to be younger. Let's just be straight up. And I, I appreciate everybody just being straight up. It's a lot of cloud chasers on that. You know, it's a lot of models who are trying to get Instagram numbers. If you get eliminated on the first day, no one's ever going to remember who you are. You might as well have not been on the show. So there's that. This to me felt like an immediate defense mechanism. Well, no, never mind. I, I mean, I didn't want her anyway, but, and just trying to puff up. That just seemed like what it was to me. I don't know. I don't think any of these guys are here for some kind of fame. I think they're all pretty much here for, it seems like the right reasons. At least we get to stay. Matt is staying because duh. I was like, you know, why is he even going here? That just doesn't make any sense. They had an amazing date. No one is being surprised by this cliffhanger. It's really difficult for me to say, or whatever she said. I was like, that's dumb. And then Angelo, the, the trash talker, she says, I appreciated it. And I actually want to, get to know you more. Like I want to keep dating you. I was very surprised because that's not usually the way it goes down in here. Nate, I feel like this is a last straw for this guy though. No more, no more snitching, no more trash talking or else that's all he's going to be. Exactly. And, and see, this is what I don't understand when I get into choosing these people. I like, I was right after she let go of Mario, I understand it was like something so small. You could have gave him more of a chance, but I also understand that you do have a lot of guys and maybe you have to find a way to eliminate him. But you eliminate Mario because of this, and you keep this other guy. Clearly, you, this guy compared one of your favorite guys to Ted Bundy. Clearly, he's either dramatic or Gary. Gary didn't do anything to anybody. <laughs> you know? So, he's just existing like, with his baseball bats. Leave him alone. Oh. So you need an excuse to eliminate somebody. Eliminate him, but... Oh, well, we'll see. But I feel like no one likes him in the energy when you walk back into that room. It's going to be, that's where the drama is going to start in that little, with him or, around. 
That was cold, man. We I we got to see Lisa. What did you think? Were you surprised Angela was staying? I'm just surprised she's eliminating two guys an episode. I know. Well, the I show's going to go so quick. Right. Um, I wasn't that surprised actually. Like, like I said, because I, I think she did appreciate the insight, but now she wants to see if they have a connection. She doesn't really know anything about him and you know, they haven't had that time to connect. So I think after the next episode, if we don't see anything happen, then he might be gone too. Yeah. It seems like his days are going to be numbered. That's basically it though, guys. I mean, quick episode, these episodes are going really quick. That's always kind of refreshing. Uh, there's no draggy parts in this. We're getting a lot of good action and fun. I think it's great. Next time, I feel like the, sh- the editors are doing a good job keeping us on the hook because I don't really know what's going to happen next week, but I want to see it because evidently Jason is back to drinking. This is just, Nate, this is beyond a terrible look. I mean, if you have a legit problem, that's different. You know, God bless you, deal with it. You know, whatever you need to do, get help or whatever. But this guy, he seems just kind of like a fratty bro drinker, binge drinker kind of guy. Um, and he just likes to do that and kind of go crazy. He's already gotten caught for it once. And if the next episode, he's like, let's go and let's play a drinking game and let's go. I mean, his day's got to be number two, right? He's on his way out too. But <laughs> I'm trying to like, okay, there's half of me that wants to look at this from the reality lens. There's also the other half of me that wants to look at it from when we all were quarantined for the first month, we had nothing to do with ourselves. What did we want to do? We wanted to just play drinking games. So I, I feel like they just have nothing to do and it's starting to get to a point where they're just bored. And then also, I, I wanted to add this from earlier. I don't like how the fact, and they maybe do this later. I feel like there should be more activities with her and the guy. Hmm. I feel like she's always secluded from the group. It's always her and just one other guy. If we're going to do that, you might as well just date a bunch of guys once a week for the, you know? Yeah. So, they need to be together, like more activities together so they can see kind of how <coughs> things truly are going in the group. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that it. too. Yeah. yeah, things like the bear challenge, but more organized with actual points and a score. I like when there's yeah. little activities and, and there's winners. What do you think, Lisa, of Jason? And it looks like for some reason, Keith gets really angry next episode too. We don't, maybe it's related. But I mean, is Jason just digging his own grave right now? Well, did you did you guys hear the comment when he made when he said like, "Oh, I'm just trying to get her drunk." Like, yeah. Did you guys catch that? I mean, yeah. I did. Yeah. So, that. not only is he drinking, but he's trying to get Christy drunk. So, I don't know. And he I, he I, he guaranteed her on the first episode that this that would be it. Yeah, he, he's like, "I don't want to drink mm-hmm. anymore." It's like already done. I mean, I don't know. They just can't bode well for him. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, we'll see you next week. It's I mean, we're here for it, guys. And everybody watching, let us know in the comments what you guys think. I know we're all here for it. And we are here right now for some Nate news. Okay, so <laughs> our lover boy Matt that we all love. We all, all love right. Matt. But because he's a wrestler, he does have a lot of fans. And so um his fans are rooting for him or they do have his back and they want him to actually have this baby with Chrissy. So he actually has a fan base that is pushing this to make this thing happen. So we'll see. We'll see if his fans can push Christy to make them choose Matt. I mean, yeah, any help he can get, I'm sure it's very, very welcome. Lisa, special segment. What do you got for us? I'm excited. We got, Nate and I don't know, guys. We don't know what Lisa's about to put us through. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) we're competing, I guess. Or no, we're not competing. No, I just want to talk. So keeping with the baby same, um, I wanted to ask you guys, have either of you been to a baby shower before? Yes. No. You, oh, have. you have Nate. I have not. 
Oh, I, I love baby showers. I used to debate with women because they used to tell me that men weren't allowed at baby showers. Right. And so me and my friend, when he had his first baby, my godson. No, we were at that baby shower. Only two guys <laughs> there. Let's go. I, I would. Good I'd go. You. Yeah. So Equality. They, they have, like, yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Do they have the typical like food, baby games, presents, things like that? I've I've drank beer out of um, <laughs> baby bottles. Um, nice. I've changed diapers. I've tasted baby food. I've done it all. Nice. Okay. So that's like the typical what you would do at a baby shower. So it got me thinking. Like celebrities, they they can do anything they want with their baby shower. So who thought outside of the box and did something totally different than the typical baby shower? Uh oh. So I looked up. You know the model Ashley Graham. Yeah. So she had her baby shower in November and they had twerking tattoos and piercings at her baby shower. It was a co-ed shower on a Friday night and they had a DJ. They had um, tattoo artists there. If you wanted a tat, they had people doing piercings. You want something pierced. They had a manicurist there. Um, And it was like on a Friday night. It kind of made it like a nightclub vibe. Uh, What do you guys think? Is that something you want to go People went. That's a good question. It looked packed. She posted pictures and it looked packed. It's a, yeah, it says more like an event. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that's fun. I like personalized stuff. So if that's what her and the, and the dad are into and that really resonates with them or whatever, I guess have a great time because you're about to be locked down with a kid for a while. So mm-hmm. have a good time. But I feel like baby showers are normally like 25 people. It doesn't seem that epic right. enough to have all these stations. Right. And can you imagine getting a tattoo? Like Nate, would you get a tattoo at a at a co-ed baby shower? Um, I actually I actually might. But I don't know. Okay, I mean, okay. I don't know. I, I don't make I don't make impulsive decisions. But if they told me ahead of time there's a tattoo, like I would. But okay. I like this. I, I like kinda like Mike saying, I like like we need to get away from just the conventional of this is how a baby shower is supposed to look like. Then do it however you want to just have a celebration, have a party, whatever you like to have at parties, you know, allow kids to be there. Like, again, I've been to baby showers where there's a lot of alcohol there, but if you like music and a DJ and that too, mm, Yeah, I mean, you're not hurting anybody. It's not like right. you're partying and having a tattoo or anything. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Sounds like a blast, yeah. It's different, yeah. So um, Kim Kardashian, for her second baby, did something different too. You know, all the Kardashian baby showers are over the top, but her for her second yeah. baby, she did, along with the camping theme tonight or on Labor of Love, she did a camping theme baby shower where she had it at a house in Beverly Hills where they erected these teepees and they had um, Girl Scout cookies and hot chocolate. And, and, you know, they camped out inside. It is Kim Kardashian. You know, they had everything inside, but did this total glamping <laughs> thing. And I thought that was really cute. What do you guys think of that? I thought it was cute too. I, I, I was a fan of that one. Again, I'm not a camper. But when it comes to the base, like, I'm just a really sweetheart when it comes to babies and kids and all that. It's like, let's get creative. Let's blow this thing up. Let's make it different. So I'm so for it. My baby showers will be different if my wife allows me to have, be a part of them. Because, again, <laughs> in my experience, all my friends get kicked out of their baby showers. So there's a lot of dads out there who want to be <laughs> oh, in this child's life. Wow. And their mamas don't want to even allow them to be at the baby shower. <laughs> I like no, that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, but no, seriously, though, it's kind of like funny because they're like, why are you trying to plan it? And we're like, we don't want to be involved too, but women, they do all the planning. <laughs> nah, yeah, I know. I think you should go. I think that's cool. One thing about the Kardashians and their parties that I feel like I consistently see is there's a lot of kids between those girls and, and uh, you know, uh, in-laws and relatives and things like that. It seems like most of the stuff they do, these big parties have a big element for the kids. 
Like when I've seen them do their winter parties, there's a ton of kid activities and candy and all that kind of fun stuff. So what a cool way with the, again, I don't camp at all. They're glamping in this episode. Maybe I would get to that, but that's about it. But this sounds like a lot of fun for the kids. And I think the more you can get the other kids in the family involved in welcoming, welcoming the new baby, the better. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, well, the last one I'm talking about is definitely not kid-friendly. So, you know, Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars and you. So for her baby shower, she took all her girls to go see Magic Mike live in L.A. (laughs) Yes. And kind of Nate, what what you were talking about, she filled up um, baby bottles with alcohol for her girls and was up on the stage getting lap dances, baby belly and all. Um, Yeah, that that was her baby shower. Not (laughs) kid-friendly. Did she not have a bachelorette party? Exactly. I know. More, more like a back bachelorette party than a baby shower. Yeah. Why do I feel like Nate is going to say I've been to one of those baby showers? <laughs> no, I, I, this is the time I'm not going to agree. Um, you can do what you want for your bachelorette party, but when you have my child in your stomach, you are not going to be on stage and no Mikey or whatever. No, we're not doing that. That's not the baby shower that I agree with, okay? Now go out with your girls do everything else, but you are not going to be twerking and shaking your butt on stage in front of everybody. We're not doing that, uh-uh. Sorry. Yeah, that seems to, to definitely be getting away from the point of the event. I don't know. I guess. You're supposed to shower the baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's it got to do with having a baby? At least, at least with the tattoos and all that kind of stuff, everybody was coming together and kind of having a thing. They're going to a place just to see male strippers. Doesn't seem like we're really celebrating or getting ready for the baby. Mm. I don't know. It seems, yeah, it seems like a bachelorette party trying to rehash it or something like that uh, what did you think Lisa? um I thought it was really unique I don't know I thought how fun but um I don't know I don't know I just she looked like she had a blast so I guess all, that's all that really matters you know but um for myself of all I those I picked I the Kardashian that. yeah yeah <laughs> um but I don't know good for her you know what she's carrying that baby whatever as long as she's healthy and safe. Oh, yeah. I ain't mad at her. You know? I ain't mad at yeah. her. Have your fun, girl. I'm just saying my yeah. life. Well, this will live on in YouTube history forever and ever. So <laughs> Nate's future wife goes to you on the baby shower. Guys, that's going to do it for this week. That was so fun. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Nate. Oh, Good sure. Stuff, guys, that was super fun. Uh, oh, my gosh. What is Lisa going to come up with us next week? You guys got to stay tuned. We love each and every one of you guys. Until next episode. Nate, where can they find you at? All social media platforms at Royal Nate underscore. Don't forget the underscore. Please. Don't forget it. Don't forget it, Lisa. And you can find me on Instagram at Lisa M Macy. That's Lisa two M's A S I. And on Twitter at Lisa Marie Macy. And again, Macy is M A S I. Guys, thank you so much for watching yet again. We love to see all of you. You know, After Buzz has got you all covered for this entire quarantine and beyond. Of course, with all of the favorite shows you love to watch. We love doing after shows for you guys. So go ahead if you're watching on YouTube. Give me a big subscribe and a thumbs up. And if you're listening to us on podcast services, five-star reviews. Give us comments. We love reading all your feedback because you guys make AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. There. Woo. Quarantine. <laughs> I haven't done this logan in a while. Love you guys. My name is Mike Thielen. You can follow me everywhere at Mike Thielen. We will see you next time. We're going to find this baby daddy if it's the last thing we do. Take care. Have a good weekend. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.